and welcome to Magic to My Ears. I'm Abby Filsinger. And I'm Colleen Cullen, and this is the podcast for anything and everything Disney. Today we'll be talking about our favorite princesses and princes. Yay. Yes. A very good topic. I think you came up with this one, didn't you? Yes, I did. Very proud of you. Yes, and so I'll do uh, my favorite princess first. And so mine is Pocahontas, who was voiced by Irene Bedard, and the singing voice was Judy Kuhn. Yeah, Judy yes. Kuhn, and I got to meet her. Yes, and so that's pretty awesome. She's beautiful. <laughs> Everyone's beautiful. She's on the lovely. She's lovely. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, you have to be in order to work for Disney. I mean, she was in um, uh, Fun Home, which for those of you who are not Broadway geeks like me. It was a show that aired, it was in New York for a while, and she played the mother in it, and she was fantastic. I got to meet her, and I almost cried. <laughs> oh, okay. Very yeah. cool. I didn't, know she would, I did not know that she did that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So anyway, Pocahontas. So she is my favorite princess just because of her personality to me, uh, her very independent and carefree attitude. It's very relatable to me, and for those of you who don't know me, um... And she did a lot of stuff uh, that wasn't always expected of her, but made her happy. So, of course, like, the beginning thing of where, of oh, like, where's Pocahontas? It's like, oh, well, she goes where the wind takes her, and then you go to this waterfall and cliff. <laughs> and she jumps off. And, like, it's, that's cliff diving. So yeah. she just did it. Why? Because she could. I mean, their friendship actually kind of reminds me of you and me. A little bit. <laughs> oh, where I'm just doing something, and you're just like, oh, God. <laughs> well, like, when Nakoma, he says, <laughs> Nakoma, she says, Pocahontas, come down, and she just jumps off, and she goes, no, not, not that, that way. way. <laughs> <laughs> Pocahontas flips the boat over on her. Exactly. Oh, so good. <laughs> and another thing is, like, she loves to go rafting, and she just likes overall spending time outside. And, I mean, I love hiking i love going out on trails and all that stuff danger a little bit <laughs> and so like i just relate to that very well and then another reason why i really like her is because she was very loving of all uh animal creatures and so for those of you who haven't seen the movie uh she has two in the beginning gets a third later on and the two is miko the raccoon and flint the hummingbird and these two animal characters could not be more opposite in personality. Like, Flint loves, you know, coming along with her and all that stuff, but, you know, Miko's the dumb one that's gonna jump <laughs> off the cliff with her. <laughs> and, you know, just get into trouble, get into stuff, and then, you know, these two are always at odds, but then, you know, she'll always, you know, make common ground with them, something like that. And then, later on, Percy the pug... I love that book. <laughs> he's, I, he's, he's such a character in his own. And he goes from being in with the colonists to being kind of Pocahontas' pet. And it was, oh, so funny just seeing all those animal characters together. And so... Especially Miko and Percy when Miko keeps sneaking into exactly. the ship to steal the bones. Yep, eating, <laughs> eating his food, all that. It was so funny. Um, and then probably the thing that stuck with me most... But stuck with me most words. I know they're hard today. <laughs> is even though she has like this carefree, she kind of does where she wants when she wants. Um, at the end, of course, we know that spoiler alert. Uh, John Smith has to go back to England, and you know they 
she can't go with them because she needs to be with her people. And so it's, she knows that sometimes what's best for the one is not best for the many. So even though she has to let go of, you know, the love of her life, the blah, 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 and she has to stay with her people because that's where she needs to be because she is the chief's daughter. When she says, and I quote, I'm needed here. Yeah. Such and a so, heartwarming scene. Yeah. And so that's the overall is that, yes, she has the carefree, but she also knows when to when to compromise on her side of it as well. So that's overall my, my main reason as to why she is my favorite. And for people, obviously you guys, most of you don't know her, it's really fitting to Colleen's character that she would like this character. I never thought about it really, because I mm -hmm. always, I just never, we never discuss princesses because you've never really been that into no. them. Because <laughs> your favorite movie is Lion King. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, you've been more to the animal side of things. And yeah. I've just been like, princesses, fairies, pink. Yes. And so we never really talked about it. So when she told me earlier that she's like, oh yeah, my favorite's Pocahontas. I'm like, wait, you have a favorite princess? Yeah. Since when? I know, right? That's so crazy. Only took 13 years. It's <laughs> oh, it's perfectly fine. But anyway, let's get on to yours. Because, I mean, if anyone knows Abby, it's... It's, uh, it's, it's Ariel. Ariel. Mm -hmm. Little Mermaid is my favorite movie also overall. Like, I talk about it constantly. My friends at work will attest to this. I, I apologize. <laughs> talk about nothing else. And Ariel, I don't know. I mean, well, first of all, she has much more of a sentimental value to me because it was the first movie I ever saw in theaters. Mm -hmm. Obviously it was a re-release, but mm, yeah. So it was the first movie I ever saw in theaters with my parents and my brother and I still remember, I think I was like two, and I still remember it like being afraid when the lights went down and then I heard the music mm -hmm. and I and I started to like <gasps> God, it's fine. Yeah, being And immersed. so seeing Ariel on the screen for the first time, she was just such a powerful, you know, she's she's still a, like, you know, she's a teenager, so yeah. she still has like that little like, you know, I'm not a child. It's like, but you are. Yeah. <laughs> but she kind of are. But I just, I, I don't relate to her in any way because I'm not that way. Like, I've always been like a rule follower. I've always been like, you know, but mm -hmm. I have, you know, like guys that necessarily have parents like, oh, they're too old for you or oh, they're, you know, whatever. Yeah. And I've been like, oh, no, it's fine. But I've never gone to the extremes that she did, obviously. Yeah. But like giving up your lower half. Yeah. <laughs> a little extreme for my taste. Yeah. But, you know, who knows? The day is young. Mm -hmm. <laughs> But I've I've always just I've loved her character and I really I actually don't know why. She just I think it's more been like since I've loved her since I was a child, just kind of continued into adulthood. Mm -hmm. But I do love her spirit and everything. Like when she loses her voice, she still she still thinks, Well, okay, I gotta figure this out in a different way, but I'm still gonna do it. You know, she never obviously thinks to write things out on paper, but that's okay. <laughs> she figures out different ways of communication of communication. And she just some of the things that she does just I do take a little bit of like, okay, that's something I would do. Like when she first lands on the beach and Eric finds her wrapped in that ridiculous Oh, outfit. little like a sail with <laughs> ropes and It's like, okay, fine, I guess that works. That's fashion. <laughs> fine, yeah. What? That's the height of fashion right there. Exactly. When he finds her and I will I wish I had a screenshot of this. It's when she falls off the rock and she makes that face. Oh, that yeah. <laughs> yeah, the little, like, the, ee ee face. Yeah. Obviously, you can't see our faces, mm -hmm. but we're trying to reenact it. I know. That's it's, why I was like, ee. ee. <laughs> and when she's when she's at dinner and she takes the, the fork and, and brushes her hair. hair. Oh, that's so cringeworthy. And then she just stares at them and they're like, what the hell? I know, and she just She's like, down. never mind. Never mind, I'm kidding. Just kidding, mm -hmm. it's a joke. <laughs> I just, I've, I love... 
I just love her her spirit in the way that like she's not really afraid to be herself even though she doesn't know that it's not really accepted to mm -hmm. brush your hair with a fork she doesn't care she's like this is what I've learned you know and I just love her curiosity that's one thing I do have in common with her is the uh. curiosity base because when she collects all of the human artifacts that's something I would do I'm fascinated with things that I don't understand and I have to find out more whenever I get if I get really interested in a topic I'm not gonna stop until I figure out what is going on that is terribly true <laughs> I'm relentless yes so. uh, with, with, with knowledge like it's like that is that is where like your tenacity is put yeah. most and that notices about you unless if it's like you know, there's a bird stuck in something, and then you're gonna figure out how to help that. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, in without real, like, motivational, uh, de definitely it's the knowledge for you. Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah, I just, I love that about her, and really what I also love about the movie itself and why I'm drawn to her is because I love the water. Mm -hmm. Anyone who knows me will call me a fish. During mm -hmm. the summer, I'm in my pool every single day. Yeah. If I'm not in the pool, I'm at the beach. You know, it's just yeah. like no matter where I'm at, I have to find a body of water. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just need to be in it or I will die. <laughs> so that's where I relate to her because, like, you know, during Under the Sea, it's like, oh, it's so much fun and all these animals. And, you know, I love animals like Colleen does. So mm -hmm. I love Flounder and I love Sebastian. I love all the little quirky characters, the little seahorse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the little seahorse. So I just, I think my love for her more comes from loving the movie, too. And she just happens to be there. Mm -hmm. But then the more and more that I grew up, I was like, oh, no, it actually is a little bit of attachment to her character itself because I do find little bits and pieces, not as much as you relate to Pocahontas. Yeah. But little tiny, tiny bits of her that are like, oh, yeah. I kind of can see myself doing this. Like, so for the, for the reason that mine is she's more relatable, Ariel is something that you would, like, more aspire. Yeah, I mean, kind of. I mean, like, I don't know if I'd aspire to be who she is because she does kind of go a little bit too far. Overboard. A little overboard. Oh, pun intended. No pun. <laughs> oh, God. Yay, you're turning into me. Oh, God. All right, continue. <laughs> Like, I wouldn't go as far as to, like, you know, leave everything that I know to, fo to follow a guy that I never met. But, True. like, I... That's, just... that's just a Disney extreme. But, you know, I'm sure there are people who have done that, and it's, hopefully it's turned out well. Mm -hmm. But, you know, for her, I think, for me, it's more about the thirst for figuring out things that I don't understand. For wanting to see... Oh, okay. what, what what else is what else is in the world? Mm -hmm. Not necessarily as adventurous as like you are, like mm -hmm. not necessarily going to a different country, but like if I'm like, <laughs> oh, I want to see what this place is. Somebody's been talking about this. I want to go look at it. You know, I don't understand what this is. I need to read more about it. Stuff like that. Because mm -hmm. in the collection, obviously, if you, anyone's ever been in my room, it's full of collections. Exactly. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's that's more about why Ariel is my favorite. I just I I don't know. There's something about her. She just has this. She has this quality, you know, of, of she has like that fun personality. Mm -hmm. Somebody that seems like she'd be really fun to be around. Yeah. You know, not like in a crazy way, but like in a, like she'd be, like she seems really nice. She seems like she'd be um, the life of the party, you know, really like joking around. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, like a best friend. Like a best friend, yeah. Very mm -hmm. much like a best friend. And she also has that childlike quality, though, which I have. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> like when she first gets in that bed and she flops on the bed and she's, like, seeing how, like, far she can put herself in the pillows. You mm -hmm. know, that's something I would do. And when she's in the bathtub and she has the bubbles, that's something I would do. Mm -hmm. All of that little childish stuff. Okay. So, yeah. That's awesome. That's for mine. Do you want to move on to the princes for our first yeah, choices? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but let's start with yours since yours is within the same movie. Oh, true. Um, 
I love Eric. I think I just I think it's also due to the movie, mm-hmm. but I love that he plays the flute. I don't know why, but I love that he plays the flute. Well, he's flute. one of the few princes that we see like playing a musical instrument. That's true. I don't think there's actually anybody else besides no, because Peter Pan's not a prince. He plays the pan flute, but he's not a prince. Exactly, but like something around that of where we see someone, you know, having uh, a musical talent mm-hmm. besides the obvious Disney singing, something like yeah. that. Yeah, and he but doesn't sing. He does not. He does not sing. He's one of the only Disney princes that doesn't sing. Mm-mm. I mean, he's kind of part of a song, but it's What's the dialogue. Uh, kiss the girl. Oh yeah, but he's not. He yeah, just, he's, he's part of the dialogue. Yeah, of it, not part of the chorus. When he's guessing her name. Yeah, I know. Irma. <laughs> I I think I love that he's he's just so different from the other princes that you see, and I never really realized why until actually we started talking about it, that he plays an instrument, he doesn't sing. He he just kind of sees this girl, and he just kind of is, like, entranced by her. Mm-hmm. And all the other princes either fall into the princess's lap, you know, it's like they have to marry, so they, you know, like, you know, Jasmine, like, Aladdin, you know, she has to marry, so she's like, oh, I fell in love with him. You know, but it's not your classic, like, you know, damsel in distress. Like, she kind of is a damsel in distress, like, when she falls on the, on the beach, but she's not in trouble. She just wants to get to him. Like, she created this herself. She didn't become... Yeah. She didn't make trouble for herself and end up being rescued. She just... She wanted to find him, and she happened to find him. Yeah. I mean, and another thing is, um, that I would like to point out is that he is a prince, but he's not flashy. He's not at all. He wears like that white shirt and like the like the sailor's mm-hmm. clothes. But like he has, he has the the butler. He has the castle. He's got in you know beachfront house. So Grimsby. Grim uh huh. <laughs> the beachfront house. Yeah, and I mean he like, doesn't live in Malibu. Uh, well, he might. <laughs> <laughs> Although with Disney's map, uh, I think it's actually like Europe. It's um. Oh crap! Uh, I just I looked this I up. Know, I know it's, because uh, it's in De- Denmark. Yeah, well, because Ariel and all that stuff is interlocked with Frozen. Frozen is in Norway, though. Yes, they're close together. Remember, but yeah. remember the the ship at the beginning? Yeah. Uh, so it's said that that was. But they also Anna said about his parents' ship that sank. Oh yeah. So like they're trying to do this whole Marvel thing with it, and mm, they also said about Tarzan though that those were Tarzan's parents yep, too. So exactly. Like, there's a bunch of crap. We'll get into that later. But that'll um, be a conspiracy episode. Yes. <laughs> so all you conspiracy freaks come out. But yeah, Eric, I just he he doesn't have like the whole hero aspect, you know. He just yeah. kind of a guy. He just kind of happens to be there. Mm-hmm. Kind of happens to fall in love with her, and then yes, he ends up trying to rescue her. But she ends up rescuing him. Yeah, which true. I find fascinating. Mm-hmm. Like she, you know, she rescues him from the from the ship. She and rescues from drowning. Him, yeah, from drowning and from and rescuing from Ursula. Mm-hmm. She's the one who fixes it. He doesn't do anything. Uh, he's kind of there. Yeah, well, like when he says, "I lost her once, I'm not losing her again." It's a very sweet sentiment, but mm-hmm. she ends up save, doing the saving. Yeah, and I I love that because most other princesses, I'm not saying that they're any less than Ariel, but they do a lot of damseling. Yeah, <laughs> do a lot of but, I, I mean, need to be saved. When you think about it, pff, that's kind of. That's kind of the M.O. Well, yeah, I mean, look, who doesn't want to have the classic rescue? You know, I know. Everybody loves that. We say we don't, but we do. Oh, every, every girl. If a guy can sweep them off their feet, it's like, woo! Yeah, honestly, come in on a rope and save me from a, you know, burning tower, I'm for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, all right. Yeah. So, are we ready for mine, then? Yes, go for it. Okay. So, my favorite prince, uh, he's called Prince Adam, but no one knows him by this because he's the Beast. 
He is one of the few princes that we never learned the real name of. What, where did we find this name out again? So I, I found it out by reading um, online. And I mean, I've heard about it, but I can't remember like who brought it to light, like who decided. It was it. Disney. Oh, it was. Okay. Yeah, it was a Disney article. Um, it's just that you know, it's never stated. She just calls him Beast. I'm like, you never bothered to learn his name. <laughs> exactly. Everyone just assumes like Beast, like that's his name. Blah blah blah. A little insulting. Right? And so, uh, because of the recent uh, 2017 release, it was 2017. Two, yes. 2017. Um, so I'm talking about the classic. Disney classic Beauty and the Beast, like that is my favorite. Uh, not, and not the, the cartoon. Yes. The animated, yeah. Classic. Yeah. But you said twenty. You said twenty seventeen. Then you said classic. So I'm. I was wanted to clarify. That. Yes, the animated. So uh, he was voiced by Robbie Benson, but that's just his stage name. His real name uh, was Robin David Siegel. And so one of my absolute favorite parts of this is that he is. He is my favorite style of animation. Like, he is the true form of a beast. Mm -hmm. And to me, that just his design, how they made him look, how they made him act and all that stuff, of where he could walk on all fours and, you know, all that stuff. He has cow ears. He has cow ears. And he's got he's twisted, and he's got twisted <laughs> horns. And it's, like, it's just Fascinating. Like, when you think of a beast, like, that's one of the things that you think of. I know, but it's just so funny because he's, like, this force of nature, but he has cow ears. <laughs> one of the most innocent animals on the planet. Oh, yeah, but then he's also got his giant fangs protruding from his bottom lip. So. That's what I'm saying is that he looks so scary, but then when you see his ears, like, react to stuff, it's like, oh, yeah. he's a little cow, moo. And, well, some people don't know that that's the anatomy of it. Yeah. So, for anyone who didn't know, he has cow ears. Yes. Um, so that's one reason. Um... And then also, even though, like, he's this big, tough thing, um, he pretty much from the beginning and get-go, he always showed a soft spot for Belle. And, well, debatable. I know that in the beginning when he first met her, he was like, you're my prisoner, blah, blah, He literally blah. said you can go in there and starve. <laughs> well, that was out of anger. I know, but like, so he he had his issues. That was that was someone who had so their we're issues. Calling them issues. Oh, anger management. <laughs> what else do you want to call it? Um. So, and you know, eventually throughout the movie, uh, because of this little soft spot that he does have for her, of you know, it's it eventually grows to where you know he starts being his best self for for Belle. Mm -hmm. Because that's what the person that you love should do. Yeah. They should bring out the best qualities in you. And so that is just another classic example of that. And so I find that very touching. And it's it's just another reason why he's one of my favorites. Because he is obviously flawed. But it still is like, he still can be, you know, this caring thing that can have like 20 birds eating out of his hand and be gentle <laughs> enough. Yeah. And so... And another reason is that because um, he was cursed and all that stuff, he figured out that he had, like, his inner demons. He knew that after he was cursed that he was, one, doomed, uh, because he thought, like, yeah, like, I'm this ugly thing, you know, I, I can't possibly have anyone ever love me, and he just 
accepted kind of his inner demons? Did he work on them until... No, not really, until he met Belle. True. So, but he kind of had already accepted the fact that he was going to be a beast forever. Yeah. And so for someone to be like, this is just how it's going to be, and he didn't, you know, make the best of it. Um, he still, like, had his temper tantrums and all that stuff, but it, it was coming from that spot of vulnerability of, like, I'm, I know that I'm this way. So, uh, he's one of those characters that obviously has flaws, and by the end of the movie, you're like, he's working to be that better person. So, that's another reason why I absolutely loved him. I, I mean, I, I do love the Beast. I think he is a very underrated um, prince because you don't really con- you don't really you forget that he's a prince because exactly because you just you're just focusing on their relationship. You're not focusing on like who's royalty, who's not. Mm-hmm. Because in our eyes, you're like, oh well, Belle's the princess, even though she's not. Yeah, she marries into it. Yeah, but you're just, you're seeing him, he's a fascinating, he has a fascinating arc, and mm-hmm. as my brother will always say, that's like the most important part of a character, clearly. Mm-hmm. And he actually has more of an arc than Belle does, which yes. Jack and I argue about all the time. It's true, she doesn't have much of an arc, but she does have a little bit, but he has this huge change in the span of an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. I mean, is it even an hour and a half? Um, maybe. Yeah. Disney movies, maybe it was an hour and a half. Yeah. An hour 20. They've recently gotten longer, but yeah. Thanks, you CGI. <laughs> We're not bitter. Mm. Um, yeah, but he just has the, like, when you first see him, he, there is, like, no redemption for him whatsoever. I mean, he throws an old man out, like, he throws an old man to a giant dungeon cell, you're like, okay, this guy is, like, gone yeah. off the deep end. But then once he, what's the, what's the turning point? It's after, after he saves her. Yes. You have that huge dip, in, uh, that huge uh, rise, rather. Yeah. In their relationship. Because mm-hmm. he's like, oh, she didn't leave me to die. And she's like, oh, he actually saved me, and he didn't have to. He could have just been like, well, whatever, my prisoner ran away, I'm whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. He did not have to go back back out, out there after yeah. her. Yeah, and he, I mean, he was getting killed. I mean. Yep. It's evidence more in the newer movie because they really swarm him. But mm-hmm. in the anime, in the animated one, he gets hurt pretty badly. I mean, yeah, it's the same thing of where he's got, like, the slash on his arm and yeah. stuff like that. And so it's, and, and the new one, it definitely fixed a lot of mistakes the first one made. Well, for instance, the big thing is, <laughs> two big things that I noticed, which mm-hmm. I, has always bugged me, is in the original, they say in his 21st year, and it's been... 10 years, they say, in Be Our Guest. It's like, so he got it when he was 11? It's yeah, like, like, can you really judge an 11-year-old, you know, mm-hmm. asshole? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't think any of us were very perfect at 11 years old. Yeah, it's kind of like, hmm. But in the new movie, they make him, like, an adult, and then it's probably gonna be, like, in his 30th year or something. Yeah, so in the new movie, they show him trying to pick a bride, and then they just say too long, so we'd have no idea. Yeah, too long we've been rusting, yeah. yeah. Instead of ten years we've been rusting. Yeah, so they fix that, um, and, and they kind of go more into his backstory. Well, also they go into why people didn't know that there was a castle there. Exactly. Because you're like, like she... wouldn't people be like, where the hell's the prince? <laughs> yeah. But they they said they put a spell on the village saying they forgot them, so it makes more sense. Yes, Because exactly. the original one's like, so they're just an overgrown castle, nobody's been bothered to be like, hey, shouldn't we be? Should we have a sovereign? Yeah, exactly. So it it fixed a lot of the mistakes. Um, however, if they put that into 
if they redid uh, in the same style, you know, if they could use the same people, but obviously not. Um, but if they could use what the new one has reestablished, then um, it's gonna be, it would be a damn Perfect great movie. movie. I mean, I, I mean, love that movie so much, mm -hmm. but there are Absolute. some mistakes. <laughs> exactly. But All I think right. it, no, it came out in 1991. Never mind. Uh, uh, maybe, I think Lion so. King was 1995. I was thinking of which movie came out when we were born, and that was Lion King. Yes, that was the year that we were born. Yeah, and Toy Story 1, too, came out. Yay! Yeah. Um, so my... Oh, Eric. oh, I didn't mention who the actors were for mine. Oh. Um, <laughs> Eric was voiced by... So I've never heard of him. Uh, Christopher Danes Barnes, which is... No, it's not. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, he, he voiced Eric. I, I don't think he's ever done anything since. Um, but Nothing, nothing Disney-related. No. And my, my queen, I love her so much, Jodi Benson. Oh, yeah. If I ever met her, I think I would just faint. Probably. I, um, my wonderful boyfriend got me a signed um, autograph from her. Oh, from yeah. A, from an uh, antique store. Mm -hmm. But I literally fell to the floor when he gave it to me. Yeah. <laughs> he warned me, he said, there's going to be tears. I'm like, oh, come on. Like, what? Come on. What can you possibly give me that's going to make me cry? Oh, yeah, I cried. And I sank to the floor. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, awesome, thank though. you, David. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so, yeah, she's, I love her. Again, I don't think she's done, she's been in, well, actually, she did have a cameo in Enchanted, which is hilarious. Really? Yeah, in the dad's office building. Uh-huh. First of all, you hear, um, you know, the, ah, over the speakers, and, like, just playing in the background for, like, the office, and then she's his secretary. Oh, and you I'm see have her to go back yeah. and rewatch it. You see her through a fish tank, so it's hilarious. There are just little like little bits and pieces of Ariel everywhere. Oh, that's good humor though. Oh, it's so funny. Oh, it's, that's so funny. First though. time I watched it, I was like, it's, it's Joey Benson. Oh my god. And I was like, yeah, I know. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm gonna have to rewatch that again. Well, I mean, again, she's my queen, so I'm gonna notice her in anything she's in. Mm hmm Absolutely. Um, but anyway, so since you had. Um, One's from the same movie, so who would your uh, runner-ups be, would you say? Well, for my Princess Belle. Okay. Because that's also my second favorite Disney movie. Mm-hmm. But I... Belle I relate to much more. Okay. Than Ariel, I have the childlike tendencies, but with Belle, I have the reading. Yeah. I love books so much. If anybody ever saw my bookcase, they'd be frightened. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's overflowing. And, I mean, I'm not as much of a, like, I need adventure like she is. Like, I'm not as much like, I'm going to leave everything behind that I know just so I can get a taste of it. Mm -hmm. But I am, sometimes I do feel a little bit out of place. You know, I'm, I'm kind of like, as pe nowadays people don't really read. Yeah, so yeah I know. When, yeah, whenever I talk to people that are my own age and they're like, what are you reading? And I'm like, oh, this. And they're like, I've never heard of it. I just have a little bit of like, huh. Yeah, and the same thing of like, oh, like you're reading a book. Yeah, a and book. It's not like, on a phone. Yeah, I like. I actually prefer the feel of pages. I, it 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 is, it is better than drugs. <laughs> Never tried it's, drugs, it's a better but escape it's, for it's, sure. Oh my god, when I go to a library and I pick up a really old book. Smell is amazing. Oh, it's so good. And the actually, but new books though have kind of grown on me though too, from like Barnes and Noble, like the new kind of like smell that comes with it. Like when I walk into it, you know when you walk into like a new like a clothing store, mm -hmm. you smell the new clothes. Yeah, it's it's a very similar smell to me. Like with oh. with, with the pages because they're brand new and crisp. Oh. But then okay. you also get the feeling of like I don't want to turn the page because I'm going to rip it. <laughs> I know. Oh, that new new page. I've yeah. done that too. Of where like I'll fold it. 
or where I'll Dog turn it, it turn it from the bottom and like in the halfway it'll get stuck and just and yeah. it's like, oh, you're oh, like oh, my heart damn no I mean anybody who knows me is like when I when I loan you a book it better come back to me in the same way yeah. or I'm gonna murder you yeah or you're buying a new one yep like the only books that I have that have completely like torn are my Coraline book and my Hunger Games oh and my Harry my first Harry Potter book they are like completely disintegrated yeah I have a couple like that yeah. uh, those were the maze runners for me oh yeah yeah but anyway so Belle was voiced by uh, Paige O'Hara mm-hmm. and one funny thing that I have to share um, is that that scene um, in something there you know when she says new and a bit alarming you know mm-hmm. she's talking to the directors um, to the creators uh, Howard Ashman and Al Macon and at this point um, Howard Ashman was actually um, in the hospital and she's he's talking to her over the phone and he's she's singing the part in the studio and he goes do a little Barbara Streisand like and without even hesitating she just changes it originally it was like new and a bit alarming you know very like simple sounding and then she did new and a bit alarming you know kind of like nasally and it, it's hilarious if you know who Barbara Streisand is it does sound okay. Barbara Streisand like you know who Barbara Streisand is I do yes yeah. it has that same kind of like very deep like not nasally because her voice is beautiful but like that kind of like New York-ish kind of like way okay it, and it's hilarious I love that story and I, again, I don't think Paige O'Hara has done much else. Normally, the main characters are not who they reuse. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, side characters is the ones that they're going to reuse. Yeah, especially for Pixar, they, they reuse those people. Yes, they absolutely do. Yes. Um, but yeah, I just, I love, I love, Spe- I love Belle's um, thirst for knowledge and the fact that she doesn't care that she's different. She's like, okay, mm-hmm. whatever. Like, yeah, she's kind of accepting. Everybody tries to, like, pull her down every instance and she's like, I don't care. Like, do what you want. Like, mm-hmm. you don't want to read? Fine. I'm not going to make you. But, you know, and the same thing with, like, Gaston. You know, a lot of people would be like, oh my god, this creep isn't leaving me alone. She just kind of lets it. She's like, I don't, I don't want to deal with you. Like, yeah. And that whole scene when she opens the door to him and she goes, oh god, like, I don't want to talk to him. <laughs> it's such a funny scene. And I, I love the way that it's such a feminist moment to me is when she throws him out of the house. You know, she, yeah. she's trying to kiss her and then she just opens the door and lets him. <laughs> Yeah. Let's him fall in the mud. Yep. I think no, thank you. Yeah, I'm good. Thanks for the... Like, when she says, I'm sorry, Gaston, I just don't deserve you. Like, it's yeah. totally a joke to her, but he... Yeah. You know, it's in that moment, it's like, it sounds like a compliment, but it's like, oh no, she's totally like, oh, I wow. hate you. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, what about you? Who's your second favorite? Um, so, definitely my runner-up is going to be Snow White. Which is an interesting choice for you. Yeah, and I mean, it's... So, when I'm thinking of, um, like, good female characters, it's, you know, not always the ones that stand out the most in certain ways. It's kind of, uh, like, their actions will speak louder than their words. And so, obviously, Snow White, uh, she was, she was, you know, mistreated by the queen and all that stuff, um, just because the queen could. And she wasn't... And because she was prettier. <laughs> she was prettier. And it's like, she could have gotten bitter, she could have gotten mean, she could have, you know, all that kind of stuff. But she just kind of took what was given to her and was very grateful for it because, you know, it wasn't like she was starving or anything like that. I mean, she did attempt to have her murdered, but... Yeah, besides that, it was fine, though. <laughs> besides that, she was all good. Um, and she so just how... 
how she took things in stride that was very, um, it was very, you know, inspirational. Because that's how you wish you would take everything. Like, yeah. not, like, if someone, you know, cuts you off on the road, like, don't take it personally or something like that. And I love that you're aiming that at me. <laughs> I'm not aiming at you. <laughs> because I had that issue, too. Yeah. I absolutely have that issue. And just also her absolute nurturing nature. Um, because she runs into, you know, these seven men in her first instincts. Oh my god, like, you guys are living like this? Like, you guys could live like this. With a clean house, with clean dishes, with, you know, good food, with good times. And so, there's just... She has such, um, a glass half full personality. Very true. That is very true. And so, it... She may not be, you know, like, the adventurous and, you know, like, tough and all that stuff like, uh, Pocahontas is... But she still has, like, those core personality traits that make you be like, wow, like, she still is a great person and great character. So that's why I truly enjoy her. She is a fascinating character because, I mean, I think a lot of people look down on her because she's like, oh, it's the classic, you know, dumb princess. Like, mm-hmm. she doesn't know how to do anything. She, you know, has to be rescued. It's like, no, if you think about it this way, she's the classic princess that we've all grown up with, you know, mm-hmm. that we love to think about. You know, look, we could all sit here all day and be like, I don't want to be rescued. But I will guarantee you that most of us are like, you know what? Mm-hmm. It's romantic. and Yeah, we touched a little bit on that earlier. Yeah, yeah. And she's... First of all, her singing voice is fantastic. Yeah. And it's such an... She has such an interesting arc, because she really doesn't have an arc. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of fascinating, because it's such an older Disney movie. It's, she's the first princess. Yes. So she kind of has a lot to... <laughs> a lot to live up to. Mm-hmm. And she has that interesting... I don't know how to explain it. Like, she... Like you said before, she... She's not, you know, she's very caring, mm-hmm. but you see her as this flighty, like, you know, too innocent, can't do anything for herself. Yeah, but fragile. If, yeah, but if you think about it, she does find her own way. I mean, she does go to the Seven Dwarfs Cottage, and she's like, I'm not just going to stand here and get murdered. You yeah. Know, the Huntsman says, go, run, and she's like, okay, I'm going to run. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go. And she's terrified, but, you know, in that one scene in the woods with the trees those terrifying looking trees. Yep. My mom to this day hates that so much. Well, it's it's pretty scary. It is, but I think my mom's fear comes from the um, Wizard of Oz. Those talking trees. Mm -hmm. So whenever we watch Snow White, she's like, I can't. I can't. Close my eyes. Yeah, I can't do it. I mean, they are pretty terrifying. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, she kind of is like, oh, it's okay. Yeah, like eventually whenever, uh, when she eventually is just like, oh my gosh, I'm so overwhelmed. She collapses. You know, she's crying. And just all of a sudden, like, just these little woodland creatures come around and be like, are you okay? Yeah. She goes, I am okay. Yeah. And so it's that's pretty cool. She doesn't let things bother her forever. Exactly. And we should all aspire to be that. Yeah. But anyway, so let me get on to my runner-up prince. Oh, yes. And then we'll get into yours. Oh, um, you didn't oh, mention you was no, voiced by No, I did not mention at all. Um, so she was voiced by Adriana Casolati. And it's a very Italian uh, classic name, and I love it. So, my favorite, my second favorite prince is definitely Aladdin. Mom's too. (laughs) And he was voiced by Scott Wagner? Wagner? Wagner or Wagner? I don't know. One of those two. One of those. And just the main reason for him is that he was the typical rags to riches, and... He was always, you know, he knew that he had nothing. He knew that, you know, he was, uh, 
you know, a street rat. And he, and even though he was hungry, like he worked so hard for like that loaf of bread, he still gave it away to kids. Touching. And so it's always of, you know, like, you can have it bad, but, you know, you can always try to help someone who might have it a little bit worse. Because mm-hmm. the kids can't run away from guards. Like, they have to just scavenge. Yeah. And so, and he continued to show that kind of throughout the movie. And so I just really enjoyed that. Besides, he has, Alain has some of my favorite songs. <laughs> you, I mean, you do love Prince Ali. Oh, that's so fun. It's such oh, a fun song to do. Robin Williams, may he rest in peace. Oh, God. And, oh, well, honestly, we could do an entire episode on him alone. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> a friend like me. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's one of my absolute favorite songs. Those are some bangers. <laughs> yes. And, and just how he, and even in the middle of the movie, like, part of his conflict is that he begins to expect to, you know, be a prince and that he's, you know, to always be treated like a prince and stuff like that. But then Jeannie gets taken away from him and he goes back to having nothing again Mm -hmm. and it's just like he has to figure out exactly it's just like hitting that brick wall and being like oh like i'm like i need to be more humble Mm -hmm. again and so that's part of he does have a good arc because he goes up and then down then up again yeah which most people don't it mostly goes down then up Mm -hmm. exactly so it's that's why he's one of my favorites He's a he's a good one. He's I think he's also kind of underrated. I mean, yeah. he, people like him, but they never really like you know. People go for their traditional you know they like Naveen, they like Flynn, they like you know all the traditional princes, mm-hmm. or you know the really attractive princesses. I think Aladdin's pretty attractive, but <laughs> for a cartoon, yeah, for a cartoon. <laughs> but he he has some of the best lines also Mm because he really it kind of reflects his character throughout the movie Mm -hmm. you know what i think also he has one of the best sidekicks yes Uh i love that monkey Mm -hmm. um you know when what was that one line when uh when he says genie free is like oh yeah but when he says genie without you i'm just aladdin Mm -hmm. and it kind of has that moment of like oh so he's like afraid that that he's not enough for her Mm mm-hmm and of course, she's like, I don't care. <laughs> well, once she realizes like who he was and all that yeah. stuff. Well, because she didn't like Pri- uh, Prince Ali or as Jafar calls him, Prince Abu Boo. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. She she likes Aladdin. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So she liked him for who he was, not what he was. Yeah. So I like that he kind of had to make that realization instead of being like, uh, instantly she's in love with him. Mm-hmm. To kind of like, oh, she doesn't like this pompous jerk. Yeah, exactly. She likes the... You know, scrappy, humble. scrappy street rat. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> Just touching. Yeah, but who is uh, your favorite second runner-up? Mine is very, very underrated. I'm pretty sure nobody shares this opinion with me. I, I agree with you. <laughs> I really love Philip. Mm-hmm. I, and for those of you guys who don't know who Prince Philip is, he's from Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the little red hat and all. <laughs> yeah. The horse, Samson. Mm-hmm. I love that horse, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a good horse. Yeah. But go good ahead. horse. <laughs> go ahead and tell him uh, why one of your favorite lines that he has. <laughs> when he's trying to find Aurora and Samson is, like, refusing to go, he leans over and says... Would you like an extra bucket of oats and a few carrots? And then they go, and then he falls, and then Samson like tries to jump a hurdle, but he accidentally throws Philip off of him. Philip lands in a pile of water, and he and Samson like takes his hat off with his teeth, and mm-hmm. Philip looks at him and goes, "No, 
carrots. <laughs> and I have a horse too, so I can relate to this. Mm -hmm. Me going like, come on, Red, if you do this, you can get a treat. And, you know, him not doing it, I'm like, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> no more. I, I don't, that's not really a good reason to like a character, but I also love that he's, he actually sings. I do remember he sings. Yes, he does. He's yeah. once upon a dream. Yeah. But again, he's also like, I mean, I guess it is the classic. He is the classic, like, rescue the damsel, you know? Yes. He is a little bit more of that classic yeah. character. But he also has, like, this kind of, like, pretty boy dumbness in a little bit of a way. Yeah. Uh, probably a little bit. Well, like, when he, when he first tells his father about Aurora and his father's like, mm -hmm. well, like, Briar Rose to him, not Aurora at first, because he doesn't know that, he, that she's the princess. Yes. And he like, picks his father up and starts dancing with him and mm -hmm. like singing the song. And I'm like, oh god. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I just like that he doesn't fall in love with the princess at first. You, know, yeah. you can't see me, but I'm doing air quotes. Um, but he he falls in love with like this common girl, and his father's like, no, no. Yeah. No, no. Mm -hmm. Can't do that. You've been promised. And he just kind of was like, okay, I'm gonna follow my heart. Bye. <laughs> I'm, I'm leaving. Mm -hmm. And then he kind of... It's funny, though, because he doesn't really find out about who she really is until he has to kiss her to wake her up. Yeah. And he's like, oh, right. I met you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I just think he's very underrated, but who doesn't love a red cape? Yeah. Red cape. and Red's, red's a good color. Yes. And also the scene when the animals take all of his clothes. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yep. That's so funny. And the, the part, though, I'm like, dude, what are you doing when she's dancing with the animals in the clothing and then she just takes over and starts singing and she's like, what the? Like, I know. Like, would be a little startled? Like, you get a little spooked. I'd be like, um... Excuse me. <laughs> I excuse was, me, sir. Excuse me. Um, number one, how do you know the words of the song? <laughs> and number two, why are you... It's Disney magic. I know. No, I love it. Hello. Yeah, I know. Talking to the Disney magic queen. I know. Which she gets to go to Disneyland on Sunday night. Yes. I haven't been in months. I haven't been in years. Well, whose fault is that? <laughs> Yours. <laughs> I blame you. You can come, not this Saturday, but you can come again. Yeah. It's a Mother's Day celebration on Sunday. Yeah. Other, otherwise, she would be coming with us. Yeah, probably. Or I would have been, you know, informed. Informed that you are coming. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's... Oh, and, uh, he is voiced by Bill Shirley, which I've never heard of a more old-fashioned name before. <laughs> it's it's a very good name. I yeah, enjoy it a lot. I like it. Yeah, so, um... Anything else you want to add? Um, I think we're all good here. I think this is probably the shortest episode we've ever done. Well, no offense, but kind of the other ones were a little long. They were. I'm sorry. I get off track. I know, but it's good. <laughs> um, I think the ones when we just do our opinions, you know, they're a little shorter because we don't have as much, like, fact to add. True. Yeah. That is very true. Like, when we did, like, you know, first of all, we did the history of Walt Disney. I mean, come on. That's not going to be a yeah, short exactly. episode. <laughs> no, and we cut out a lot. Yeah, we owe a lot. Mm -hmm. A lot. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but... We're, and again, uh, nobody's commented, so please, please, we need ideas. Mm -hmm. We're running low on ideas, because a lot of the ideas that we have have to do with, like, Halloween kind of stuff. So yeah. it's not really uh, we have to wait. helpful. <laughs> yeah. We have to wait. Mm -hmm. Darn it. So if anybody has anything to add, I'm begging you, please comment anything. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. And please subscribe. Yes. Um, wherever subscribe. you're listening, we are on, uh, I'm trying to think of where we are. We're on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts. Mm -hmm. uh, some other thing I've never heard of. <laughs> um, and we're obviously on Anchor. 
So please, 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 please subscribe. And uh, if you're on Anchor, I don't know if there's any other way to communicate with us except for Anchor. Yeah. Until if we ever get a Facebook page up, but like, I don't know. This is it. Yeah. So please, if you're not on Anchor, then either get Anchor or just enjoy. But for those of you who are on Anchor, please, um, you can press that little um, green, uh, green button next to the plus sign when mm-hmm. you hit tools and yep. you can uh, talk to us directly. Awesome. And we can put that into the next podcast. All so, right. That would be cool. Yeah. So right. um, I think I'm yeah. done. Yeah. Well, until next time, uh, hopefully you guys will all be good and can't wait to come up with the next topic. Yeah, again, sorry this one took so long to come out. We kind of... Uh, <laughs> we had an idea. We were waiting for it to go through and then it never did. So we were like, ah, what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> so again, ideas, ideas, ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, uh, until then, I hope you guys have a great week, great weekend, however long it takes for us to get back to you. Exactly. And uh, we'll see you next time. All right. Have a good day, everybody.